Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Lepola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living many years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I have learned and to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak your mind. They lost the This podcast is brought to you by The Belonging Blueprint. As many of you know, there has been a tremendous amount of personal growth that has had to occur in order for me to create the Project Unchained podcast for you. It can be incredibly scary to be vulnerable, let alone publicly vulnerable. And a few years ago, there's no way I would have been able to have the emotional capacity to do something like this. I've had to create the confidence within myself. No one was going to do that for me. And in doing this work, I discovered that meant being vulnerable. And guess what? You can do it too. Creating more self-confidence begins with a strong sense of belonging. You create belonging through internal validation. Well, how do you do that, you might ask? I've got you covered. I've created an online self-development course that is designed specifically to help you build a strong sense of belonging within yourself. The ability to internally validate your existence, have the confidence you desire, and grow self-worth you never thought possible. The Belonging Blueprint is now here and will be a guide for you every step of the way. To get more information and enroll today, you can click the link in the show notes. You belong here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Project Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Ross Lepola. Uh, again, internally grateful to be here again. I'm super excited. It's been such a fun project. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate any new guests tuning in. Um, I appreciate you sharing. Uh, it's definitely an important, this has become really important to me and I, I can't express my gratitude enough for those of you that are, are sharing this work with other people and with your friends and family and things of that nature. Um, I'm, I'm coming up on a year doing this and it's been, man, it's gone by so fast, so fast. Um, so I'm excited to come up with something for a one year mark here soon. Um, next month, man, that's going to be, uh, I better get to work on that. (laughs) Um, so I mean, if y'all got any ideas, anything that you want to see me do, um, you know, I'm, uh, if any of you have ever reached out to me before, you know that I'm open to have conversations about the episodes, uh, about things that you would, you haven't heard me talk about that you'd like to hear me talk about. Um, maybe you have a story that you'd like to share with me. And I'd love to hear that story. Um, maybe that's something at some point you'd be willing to share on an episode. 
um, I'm totally down to have have you on if you have a story of healing and self empowerment that you'd like to share. Uh, that's a lot of what this is about too, is, is sharing that so we can have that community together. Um, while it's a self-healing journey, it's also, uh, we're, we're empowered by each other, inspired by each other. So doing this together, we can go deeper with it. We can feel more a part of something, uh, and that, that can be super huge and super beneficial for us as humans, as we are social creatures. So today, acceptance, I wanted to jam on some things about acceptance. Acceptance can be a huge struggle area for many people, and it can show up in a couple of different ways. Many of us find a struggle in in acceptance of others um, or from others. Like we can't, we don't feel accepted by other people. Um, And also many of us struggle to accept other people. And then there is also the idea that many of us struggle with accepting ourselves. But today, since those are all kind of almost three different topics, really, in a sense, um, today I really want to dive in more on the idea of accepting others for who they are and where they are at. Um, recently, I had a conversation with a friend about that, and it struck me as something to that I wanted to chat about here. Um, I think it can be a really big impactful thing on our healing journey and a a big signal and a big sign or demarcation point in our healing journey when we're, we do find ourselves better able to accept other people. Um, you know, I suppose first, what, what is acceptance really? Um, acceptance is the ability to see that others have a right to be their own unique person or persons. That means having the right to their own feelings, thoughts, and opinions. When you accept people for who they are, you let go of a desire to change them. You let them feel the way they want to feel. You let them be different the way they want to be different. You know, at the end of the day, we're all different in one way or another. And once we understand that as truth, we can stop trying to change them into the people that you want them to be, and we can start accepting them for who they are. How, and that's not always easy um, by any stretch of the imagination. And I think it's beneficial to understand it, it, at this point of it, in the conversation, understand some different ways and ideals and beliefs that kind of block those. Like, how do I accept someone else who has very different ideals or beliefs, right? Like, that can be difficult. So understanding what some of the blocks are first can be beneficial. So a few of the few of the blocks I look at. One, thinking that accepting them, thinking that accepting someone where they are is like adopting their ideals or beliefs. It, it's not. It's not at all. Acceptance of others doesn't have to come at the cost of our own ideals and beliefs. We can still believe what we want to believe and allow that other person to believe what they want to believe. And we can be different and we can, you know, agree to disagree. It's acceptance is that, that space for each person to hold their own ideals and beliefs that serve them in their life, how they see fit, because we're all going to have different experiences and different life paths and thusly hold different ideals and beliefs. And that's okay. 
I think another block is that acceptance, the idea of acceptance of somebody else means that you're friends. Well, not necessarily. You don't have to be friends. There doesn't have to be a friendship between you and another person. If that other person has different ideals and beliefs than you that don't align with you, then you don't have to be friends with them. Not at all. Um, it, it's just letting them be who they are for what they are without trying to change them, without making them want to think like you think. So you don't have to think that acceptance is friendship. They are, they're separate. They're not the same thing. So acceptance can be limited. And what I mean by that is you don't have to accept destructive or disrespectful behavior, right? You can accept a person for their different ideals and beliefs, but you don't have to accept them for their destructive or disrespectful behavior. Now, there can be some gray area there, but let me share an example with you. Um, I recently had an interaction with a with an individual on social media in which um, they were responding to some of the content that I was putting out there in a manner that was a bit disrespectful to me. Um, this person was pushing some of their ideals and beliefs onto me, stating that you know their way was the right way, uh, and basically I was wrong. And at the end of the day, I come to the place where you know what? Uh, okay, that's you. I accept you for who you are, but I also have to put up a boundary here. And that person was not respecting that boundary. So it got to the point where, all right, now I just have to block you. And so that becomes a bit of a gray area, right? Where I'm accepting them, accepting them for where they are and who they are at. Uh, but I also have to deny the disrespect to the boundary that I tried to uh, let that person know was existed. Um, and as that boundary was made clear, it was not respected. So I don't have to respect that. I don't have to accept that part of them. Like it's, it's uh, derogatory towards me. It's disrespectful towards me. And I, so I deny that. And I put up um, the wall, the block, whatever I need to in that instance to say, you know what? I, I remove myself from this energy drain. I am going to move forward in this direction. Another block that can relate to that one and, and block some acceptance is this idea of like all knowing that, that the way you know is right and what you, what you believe and think is better or best than somebody else's way. And so like, that for that person blocked their acceptance of me because we thought differently. And this person clearly thought what they knew was better. It was more important. Um, and that's just not the case. There's going to be, you know, contradicting ideals or beliefs and they don't have to align all the time. It's not about my belief aligning with your belief. It's about my belief aligning with what's right for me and my soul. And same with you. And sometimes those things can look different, uh, particularly, you know, uh, religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, political beliefs, things of that nature are probably some common topics of beliefs and ideas that a lot of people tend to disagree on. Control is a big block for acceptance. That's definitely been a huge thing that I realize has been a big block for my own personal acceptance of other people is 
I'd like try to control situations and try to control other people. Uh, and as I let go of that, I definitely have a lot easier time with my life experiences and have a lot better participation in them. But we tend to have this like strange, like fantasy idea and need for certainty in our lives and uh, <laughs> certainty. The only thing certain in life is death. So we, we have to learn to let go of some of that control and let go of some of that certainty. And while we strive to celebrate for individuality, the second our certainty is threatened, like we freak out and like that doesn't work. They're, they're, they clash, they create a lot of friction and a lot of lack of acceptance. And so letting go of some of that control and some of that uncertainty will be super beneficial in learning how to and finding a place and space to accept other people for where they're at. Um, and obviously probably the easiest block to identify of accepting other people where they're at is just generally being closed-minded. You know, again, thinking your way is the right way. Well, I mean, sure, for you or for me, but not for everyone. Like there's no one singular way path forward that is going to be right for everybody. Like there's just such a great amount of diversity. So when confronting information that's con contradicting to, to yours, remember that it, you know, the information isn't attacking you. It's just information from a different perspective. So thinking back to the power of perspective, it's important. It becomes important to consider it. Consider the possibility of multiple perspectives. Um, you know, I, I won't go what rant on, on that rant of perspectives. You can go back and listen to the episode of power of perspectives. Um, that's back in episode eight, the power of perspective. And I mean, that idea has been super huge for me, particularly in this topic as well of acceptance and acceptance of other people. So that, you know, no, nobody can hold the same perspective as I can. Um, there, there might be some similarities, but just by virtue of us being it, holding a different set of eyes, a different set of influences and beliefs and life experiences, our perspectives are not going to be exactly the same. There's always going to be some level of difference there. So coming to the table and, and kind of approaching life from this idea of what multiple perspectives can I consider? And again, holding multiple perspectives does not mean that you have to change your value system, your belief system, your ideas, or things of that nature. So open, open to multiple perspectives just to understand, if anything, where somebody else is at so that you can create some acceptance around it. And, you know, I... When I started getting some things together for, for this episode, I started to, to think about it and, and do some introspection and realize too, like a lot of things that blocked me in the past and my inability to accept others, accept myself. Whoa, wait, that, that just happened. I thought, and I made the realization like, duh, like my inability to accept others has nothing to do with them. Nothing at all. It's more a reflection of myself than it is of them. 
I think about it like one of the biggest things that like would grip me from like a social anxiety standpoint. I would constantly fear and wonder what other people were thinking about me. Are they judging me? Are they they thinking, making fun of me because I'm bald or because I, I have a beard or because I'm short or because I wear glasses or whatever? Like that shit was just a reflection of myself. And I realized, wow, that reflection of self, that's because I'm being judgmental. I'm, I'm looking at people and judging them for, for their differences. I'm not accepting them for where they are at. Shit. They're not the problem. I'm the problem. What the fuck is wrong with me? So my lack of self-acceptance was displayed as that lack of acceptance on others. My judgment of myself and others was reflected back to me in the form of my uh, insecurities and uh, anxiety around other people judging me. And so as I learned to let go of those judgments and shift some of my thought processes and catch myself and and change the things that I was focusing on, change that judgment to something, um, you know, like a two idea for me is when I catch myself judging somebody, I really try my best to shift that to celebrating something about them that is cool, neat, or unique, or something that we might have in common, and away from that thing that I'm judging so that I can find the common ground between that person and myself. And I stop the judgment. And when I stop that judgment, I, I stop a lot of my social anxiety. I stop a lot of my fears. I create acceptance for them. I create acceptance for myself. And that's been super huge. Um, another aspect that I think about with like self-acceptance and some of those judgments that kind of create a bit of that environment and uh, like the idea of like not understanding your own ideals and beliefs and where they are at and what they mean, what they represent to you often are going to block our ability to accept others. Right. And so this could be displayed as the need to get others to believe the same way you do projecting your ideals and beliefs onto others, it, it, but not understanding really what they are and what they do for you is kind of a way that an environment uh, that is going to create some insecurities around there, around it, and create a need for you to project that onto other people. Like your way is the right way. It's the only way. And at the end of the day, like, Man, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Human diversity is real. Like, and we need to celebrate it more. Whether it be race, religion, ethnicity, uh, types of cooking, types of exercise, whatever. Like, there is such a plethora of diversity in the human experience. And that is super huge and important. So, if those are some ways that kind of block us from accepting other people and where they're at, how might we go about creating some acceptance in others? Well, I think first and foremost, as I was just kind of saying, like greater self-acceptance, you know, and as I created that shift for myself, uh, that's been super huge in me and my ability to look at somebody else who is incredibly different than me and accept them for who they are and where they're at. Understanding that the only person 
I or you can control and change is you, right? The only person you can control is you. You can't control other people. Trying to control other people is uh, a, a sign of your insecurities and struggles. And you can work on healing those and, and getting to a better place where you don't have to struggle to try and control other people. Um, it's been really beneficial for me to remind myself how I felt when I felt like I was being judged by other people. Um, and remembering like how that feels and how that kind of created some hurt and sorrow and sadness within me helps me humanize it and create the shift and change so that I am not judging other people. I, I think a fun way to think about accepting other people too is um, imagine what the world would be like without any differences. Right? Like, just think about that for a minute. What would the world be like if you, all of a sudden you walked out of your house tomorrow on your way to work and everybody looked exactly like you? They had the same shirt on, the same pants on, same dress, whatever you're wearing. They looked exactly like you. Same haircut, same hairstyle, same hair color, same eyes, same ears, same nose, same mouth, same legs, like everything. And they talked like you and they walked like you and they thought like you. And now everybody's in alignment with you and thinking the way you think and thinking the way you want to think and believing what you want to believe. Man, that sounds boring as all fuck. I don't want none of that. I hope you don't want none of that. Um, so yeah, I like I giggle about that that idea and that image. Like, wow, that would be so so boring and lame. So that diversity, like variety, is the spice of life, as the old saying goes. So that's huge. I think letting go of that need to control other people, particularly like in the way that they think or believe, like that idea around control and controlling other people is just, again, like our, our, our reach to create certainty. It doesn't happen. It, it, it's, it's such a lost cause. It's just going to be a battle and a fight. And there might be one time where you win on that control front and you like grind somebody into your will, but there's going to be another time where it doesn't fucking work. And so it's just a constant struggle that just doesn't have to be. Um, I think the idea around focus on the, on the person and humanize them is huge for creating some acceptance. And oftentimes we look at the parts that we don't like in someone. And, or maybe some of their behaviors or things of that nature, and it triggers our past traumas. And trying to remove some of that and humanize them and, and trying to find the things that we do have in common, um, trying to celebrate the things that are, you know, cool, wonderful, unique, and things of that nature is, is huge. Because there's so many times when, like, we're friends with somebody, we know them, we're like, oh, yeah, I, I like that person because they they do this or they do that. And then there comes this moment in time where, like, you learn something about them that's radically different than what you think or believe. And now all of a sudden, like, I don't like that person no more. 
Well, okay, you can accept them for where they're at. That doesn't mean you have to be friends with them. But we still ought to create some space for acceptance of that person and not just the second there's something that you don't like about them, throw them out to the, throw them out to the curb. Um, you know, there's the old saying that, you know, put yourself in somebody else's shoes or you, you can't, you can't judge somebody until you walk a mile in their shoes. And I mean, that's, that's true. Cause a lot of our inability to accept our inability to accept someone and their differences is really just our inability to understand it. Our inability to understand their perspective, our inability to understand the life experiences that has shaped them, that their how their experiences has shaped what their beliefs or their ideas are and what they what they see in the world. You know, so again, it really it all comes back to self, self acceptance, inability to create understanding, inability to uh, open and expand our mind. So, you know, again, it's it's really I think a lot of accepting other people and where they're at ultimately comes down to our own self-acceptance and our own ability to accept ourselves. And the lack of our own self-acceptance is going to be projected in that sense onto other people. And so going into today's tool that uh, intentionally wanted to use here in this episode is empathy. Empathy is is vital. Empathy allows you to connect with other people and accept others. Uh, the definition of empathy, the ability to identify with or understand another's situation or feelings, or the attribution of one's own feelings to an object, or the intellectual identification of the thoughts, feelings, or state of another person. So empathy by definition is really your ability to accept other people and allowing yourself the space to empathize with somebody is really important. And empathy, again, like you don't try to control the feelings of others. You try to understand the feelings of others and why those things might be occurring. And you let them have their fucking feelings for however they want to have them. Empathy is going to allow for differences. Again, diversity is the greatest gift of this human experience. The greatest gift. If there wasn't diversity, the human experience would be the fucking worst. So let's celebrate that. Um, empathy is, is you able to, you're allowing yourself to listen to other people and hear what they're saying, right? You, you become a better listener in a sense, and you listen to what they're saying rather than waiting for your turn to talk. And, you know, it's okay if you're not good at that. Like I it's it's still something that I am wanting to be better at in my own life is just a better ability to listen and hear people and empathize with them a little bit better. Uh particularly those people that are close to me. Um I see how that will create greater flow, ease and depth in my relationships. Um so Tapping into that, tapping into empathy to listen a bit more. Um, empathy helps allow you to remove those judgments again. Like I was saying, the, the projection of yourself onto someone else, right? Like, uh, 
judging them for not being like you is again a lot more of an insecurity with why you think what you think or believe what you believe in those regards than it is about them. Removing the judgments and forms of control, you can only control you. You can only control your attitude, your efforts, your thoughts. You don't get to control other people. Um, Empathy has been huge for me in helping me remove comparisons. So again, back to that self-acceptance thing, right? And the ability to create more self-acceptance helps you accept other people, tapping in, tying into empathy, tying into the ability to remove comparisons really helps me um, accept myself for where I'm at so that I'm not projecting myself onto other people by way of creating those comparisons. It's been super beneficial for me. Um, another way to cultivate and, and elevate your empathy is to, to challenge yourself with learning something new, right? So stepping outside your comfort zone can help you, can help humble you. And humility is a, a key enabler in empathy and cultivating empathy. Um, Plus, if you step outside your comfort zone, like you go do and experience new things and that can provide you with a plethora of new amazing opportunities and experiences in life. Um, empathy, like a way to tap into that is really like deeply consider other people's perspectives and experiences that have shaped them. Like it's not just about maybe why a person thinks a certain way, but what, I wonder, what life experiences has shaped those, right? So think about it, like we can take this podcast for an example. It's really cool for me to have guests on the show and hear about their life experiences and understand how that has shaped their perspectives. And that, like when I do shows with other people, I really try and make sure that I'm coming at it from a place of empathy. Um, and I, I think that that brings out a lot more quality conversation between me and that person. And that same thing is going to be true in really any conversation with somebody else. Um, knowing and understanding and examining our own biases, uh, can be huge in cultivating some empathy, knowing where they exist so that we can um, be aware of them is beneficial. Another way that can be beneficial to help increase your empathy when connecting with somebody is your curiosity. Like how curious are you to learn about them and their life experience? That's super huge. And and just being curious in general will help with that a lot. I think it's good in social situations and talking with people to remind myself to consider how, how am I contributing to a certain situation or how could I improve a person's situation? Um, and, and that helps me connect a bit more with, with an empathetic approach in that conversation with that person as well. Um, again, as mentioned before, like connecting with the humanness of it all, right? You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. The other person isn't perfect. Nobody is perfect. 
So let's give grace to our fellow human in terms of with that regard. But we we can't expect anybody to be perfect. So they're going to have flaws. They're going to have things that you might not like. (laughs) It's not your job to like it. It's their job to like it in themselves and their beliefs and ideas. So uh, in closing, I just, I'd like to encourage you to, to work on cultivating a, a deeper sense of empathy in your life and see how that can benefit your levels of acceptance for other people, for yourself. Um, I think it's super beneficial and I'm positive that it'll make a big impact on your life experience, particularly in your relationships, um, whether they're uh single serving relationships or uh, very deep multi interaction relationships. Um, the empathy and cultivating that empathy will enrich them and allow that experience to be elevated and more enjoyable and greater flow and ease. So enjoy that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you all in the next one. A quick note about the Project Unchained podcast I'm not a doctor nor a therapist. I'm just a driven guy who has seen firsthand what this healing journey can do for the quality of a person's life experiences. The ideas and concepts I share with you are a result of my own ongoing journey and that of my guests. I truly want you to live a more free and empowered life. This is my gift to you. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. And if the tools you've learned have helped you, please consider leaving a review so that this show ends up higher in search results. By doing that, you can help me help others get unchained. If you know someone who specifically would benefit from today's episode, please share it with them directly. If what I'm discussing on the show resonates with you and you'd like to chat, please do reach out. I respond to all messages. You can find me on Instagram at Ross.Lepola, and I'm on Facebook, Ross Lepola. My email is in the show notes. Lastly, I want to give a special thank you to my very talented cousin, Gaitlin Lee, for the intro and outro music for this podcast. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and Violinscratches.com. Until next time, I hope you live your life a little more unchained. Give yourself away.